The Favorites Podcast is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. They're America's number one sportsbook with an easy-to-use app that's safe and secure. And when I win, I get paid out in as little as two hours. And this season, FanDuel Sportsbook is making betting easy for everyone. With great promos like risk-free bets, enhanced odds markets, same-game parlays, and more. So if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started and sign up with promo code FAVORITES so they know I sent you. You must be 21 or older and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777, or visit ccpg.org chat in Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER, or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Call the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789 or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. I am Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. It is Thursday before Wild Card Weekend for the NFL. I am joined, as always, by my BFF, my companion, my compadre, professional better, Simon Hunter, my brother. Wild Card Weekend, buddy. It's Probably the last time of the year we have just a full slate of games, right? You know, we got six games. We got two on Saturday, three on Sunday, one on Monday. We're going to run through them all. As we did on Tuesday, we gave our first look. You know, we had a couple bets that we definitely wanted to make. We definitely bet on the Pats plus four. We definitely bet on the Niners plus three. As we discussed today, we're going to go through some sharp calls. We're going to get reaction from your professional betting colleagues to what we said on Tuesday. We're going to lock in the games that we feel even better about other than the Pats and and um, the Niners. We'll probably hit some unders because we got to expand the menu a little bit. We'll get to our big balls. Better the week. That's what we got. It's, it's a nice slate for the opening weekend. Usually it's some, it's some crap games, but these are all pretty damn good games. A lot of talk right now in the betting industry about the – play of short underdogs, especially on the road and how they've performed the past few years. So I like the trend that we've already bet on the Pats and the Niners. We did not know about sort of the trends favoring short dogs, especially the trends favoring short road dogs. When we made the bets, we learned about them since then, but before we get to anything else, let's get to sharp calls. Hello. Who's there? I'm talking. Ring, ring, telephone ring. Somebody saying, baby, what you doing? Definitely got a lot of calls after our last show, but I expected it's playoffs. A lot of difference of opinions and a lot of opinions that are just elevated because people are so passionate. This is kind of the moneymaker time. This is like, yeah, people bet a lot during their regular season, but we've seen it where, you know, come November, December, people, they still bet, but they're not betting as much. But when it gets to the playoffs, that's really when people really start betting big money again on the NFL. And I think it's more that it's emotional tied. Like we've seen all these Super Bowl bets coming in. 
those aren't pro bets. Like these people bet 125k on the Bills to win the Super Bowl. That's some guy that owns some meatpacking plant up in you know New York, and he's a diehard fan. They just legalized sports betting in New York. He bet that on his phone, on his couch, probably, and they're taking his bet. A professional comes in, he wants to bet 20k on the Bills. They might have to think about it, or they they just wouldn't do that because I don't know if the value would be there to do it, but. It's my favorite time of year because, like we just said, it's so much difference of opinions. The guy betting that 125 grand is fucking Matt Mitchell's uncle in Binghamton, for all we know. <laughs> I wish I, I came from it. money like that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, well, it's interesting. Like the entire episode is a sharp call because there's so few games. My sense yeah. is the feedback you got is from your buddies calling about all of them. So let's do this. You pick the one game that got the most feedback. Because I have a feeling I know what it's going to be. You and I haven't discussed, but I am curious if it's the game I'm thinking about. What is the one game you got the most feedback on that people disagreed with you? The biggest argument I've gotten with other pros was that Rams-Cardinals game. Almost every group I've talked to is on the Cardinals. I'll tell you right now, it's it's going to be us with the public if we're taking the Rams. That seems like that's the public play. And the pros... They love this Cardinals number. You, even the Hopkins was out. Again, you have to shop around. Some books have it up to four and a half. I've seen a drop at other books to three and a half. Talking to the professional, I think they're looking at it from the other standpoint of, okay, Stafford has not played well. You can go through the numbers. He has simply not played well. If you put his numbers up this year compared to golf from last year, golf statistically had a better year. And like if you, again, everyone has different QB grades. I graded out golf almost just the same as I did Stafford. Again, a lot goes into that. The running was better last year for this team, but you can't use that excuse. Stafford had Sonny Michelle the last month, who's been arguably one of the best running backs in football, and he's been turning over almost 1.3 times per game. That's terrible for December. Heading into the playoffs, we saw last week he turned it over in a pivotal point that really flipped that game. So the big argument from these guys is, who the hell is Stafford to be catching this many points? This guy has time and time again choked in these kind of spots. I'm getting a dog. You can get plus four at some books, some four and a halfs. That's a big number for Stafford to be favored by. My pushback to them was, you don't think the bookmakers know that they're going to get money on the Cardinals? They were going to get a lot of it. And I just looked at the action app. It's not that split. Like, it's pretty close, the money and the bet. So, I don't know. I pushed back on where, yeah, if it was 75% on the Rams and 75% of the money on the Rams, I would say, okay, these guys have a point. Maybe I'm overrating this Rams team. The fact that the money's so close and the bets are so close, and we're seeing the fluctuation in the different books, it just shows me that you should just shop around because like this pro group that likes the Cardinals, they've already come in on certain books, and you can see that number down to three and a half. Other books are still sitting at four and a half. That means they haven't either been accepted at those books or they haven't bet them. So that's what I'm trying to explain to people. It's like, if you like the Cardinals, don't take the three and a half. Take the four and a half of these other books because you're, you're literally – those are key numbers you're crossing four, four and a half. Those are key numbers in football, especially. I feel like the only thing keeping people from going all in on the Cardinals is Cliff Kingsbury. I, I think Matt Mitchell, and I, I say this kind of tug in cheek, but everybody who follows football and bets on football pays attention to the fact that Cliff Kingsbury in the latter half of any season he's ever coached in falls apart. His teams just don't play well statistically, there is nothing to dispute that. And the only game in which they've really played well in the second half of the season, after they were running away with their division in the first half of the year, was against the Cowboys, and the Cowboys haven't been looking as good. Other than that, every metric you look at, 
favors the Cardinals. Stafford has been fading aggressively in the second half of the year. Arizona's defense has been playing better than Los Angeles's defense. In the two games they played this year, Arizona outgained Los Angeles in the first game by about 60 and the second game more than 100. Like, this is a good spot for the Cardinals, not to mention some of the wildcard dog trends that I mentioned. Wildcard dogs by a touchdown or less. I got this from Chris Raybon listening to the Action Network podcast. By wildcard dogs by a touchdown or less since 2003, 28, 14, and one. And also, by the way, the Rams just signed Eric Weddle to play yeah. in the secondary for them. Like, and a key, a key, again, I'm not a trend, not a huge trend, but I do like trends. Arizona, eight and one on the road against the spread and straight up this season. I mean, so that's another get, thing that points to the Cardinals. I get and like why people are betting the Cardinals. If you, if you have any hesitation, it's because of Cliff Kingsbury. And yet you still like the Rams. I got to say, I think I like the Cardinals. Yeah. And again, that's fair. But like, I'm already on two other short dogs. All three of these short dogs ain't winning. I can tell you that much. I mean, that trend's not 100%. It, it's. Here's again, the flaw with what you're saying, though. You're, you're assuming there is a correlation from one dog to the next dog to the next dog. It's like the other day, you know, we were, ha- were we having a conversation? Or no, I was having a conversation with somebody else about playing roulette, right? And how people like, if it bets, if it goes red, 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 the next thing they bet is black. As if what has happened previously has an impact on what happens next. There's no correlation. It could mean that the wheel is broken and you should just keep betting on red. But in this case, there's no correlation between what is happening in those, those two short dogs that we already like and this game. And who's to say like that we're not, that this isn't the better bet. I think it's the Cardinals. And you're 100% wrong. Everything's connected, Chad. You'll figure it out as you get older with age, but everything in this world is connected one way or another. And yeah, that's a fair argument. Like I told you, other pros are on the Cardinals. All the trends, everything points to the Cardinals. Why isn't this number three? Like, you don't think sports books have these numbers? Like, you don't think that that was my argument to all these other guys who were just like, you're getting free points, free money against Stafford here. And I said to them, that's a good, that's a fair argument. Same thing. We'll talk about this Bengals and Raiders game. Since he hasn't won a playoff game since 1992, I we're getting a dog. Let's plus let's, 250 or plus 225 in the Raiders. That's why pros are betting the Raiders here. It's like they're they're completely throwing out all the info like we gave out about a short week, the better offense, better defense, all these things. So yeah, well, it's that's why it's funny that you said that about like these things aren't connected. You're you're right, they're not. It's just like you just said the stat yourself. It, the, the odds of that all three of these dogs winning or covering outright. I mean, it's got to be less than a 15% chance. I mean, that's just, yeah. that's an anomaly is kind of what you just said after you said that stat. I feel like even though you are a full generation younger than me, there is a hundred percent truth to the idea that you are wise beyond your years and I am naive beyond my years. <laughs> that's the joke though, Chad, is if you take a look at our podcast logo, you would be the 30 year old, I'd be the 50 year old. And that's what I love about this relationship. You've lived a harder life than I have. <laughs> I definitely have done more groundwork, more digging. I don't know if I've lived a harder life, but I've definitely done more. Uh, Your hands had bricks. calluses in, 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 the, in like my hands. I don't have calluses. That's yeah. the bottom line. No, I did landscaping for like four years to make money every summer. That was my yeah. life. You know, the, the Millman's, we don't, we don't dig in the dirt. 
if you ever get a chance to see Chad's hands in real life, it's really quite a treat. They are a really perfect set of man's hands, like a hand model situation, unblemished and untarnished by any hard labor. But uh, they're really something to look at. So congratulations. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about the Raiders and the Bengals, because I do think that's another one. You and I both immediately out of the gate loved the Bengals as five and a half point favorites. It's down to five. I have not bet it because I'm waiting for the number to continue to drop as we discussed. Here's the split. 60% of the bets, meaning the public on the Bengals, nearly 80% of the money on the Raiders. Everybody loves the Raiders here. I mean. Except us. <laughs> and in this regard, I'm with you. I wish you'd grab the four and a half though, because it did drop the four and a half. At a lot oh, of I didn't books. see that. Chad, open up that action app, turn on your alerts. When it, when it moves to four and a half at your FanDuel or whatever book you're going to use, you'll get it, man. But well, it's I, still going to, it's going to go down again. I mean, so you much. Think money so? I think the pros came and they, they ate that number up. So like the books are just going to be like, you know what? We can't go to four and a half. Cause that's when the professional money is. We'll just sit at five. Cause I've seen some books back up to five and a half. So yeah, that's fair. They, it could drop back down. We make the joke all the time that public dogs die. Yeah. And it's true. They, they, they just die. And the books know what they're doing. Whenever you see a big public dog like that, it's it's scary where that's a lot of money to be betting on the Raiders. And yeah, we could say that's professional money, but we know a lot of it's public. A lot of it is the city of Las Vegas. I mean, if you live in Vegas, you're going to be betting money on this game. It's no surprise they're back in their team. So I would keep my eye on the Vegas sports books. So their lines are going to be different, obviously, than my lines here in New Jersey. If you see a Vegas sports book dip down to three, three and a half, Someone knows something that that's really, really big deal. If they touch down to those numbers, because those are all key numbers. These books are crossing the fact that like we just talked about, it went back up to five. I've seen some fives and a halves gives me no pause. I'm still on the Cincy team. I still think you're getting a good number. Still think the rest, the rest is going to be a big deal and not enough will be made about it. But if you like the Raiders, in my opinion, you take them first half. That's when it doesn't matter. Come second half. That's when Cincy will have those fresh legs from having all that rest. The Raiders will start feeling that jet lag, start feeling that travel, start feeling that shorter week. If you're trying to play the smart angles of this, yeah, I'd sprinkle a little on the Raiders' first half money line maybe. But I know for sure, second half, whatever the line will be, I will be on the Bengals. I'm I'm beginning to believe that uh, come this point in the season, rest is a very big deal. Teams might come out a little sloppy. You know, you rest your starters, could throw their rhythm off a little bit because they missed that week of play. But usually by the second half, these teams get it right and figure it out. So I, I – I haven't changed either. I'm still on this number with the Cincy. Still think Cincy has a better team, better quarterback, better defense, outdoors, in the elements. People could take this under if they choose. Like, I'm on this under. It's moved a little bit towards the under. But again, we'll talk about the next game. That's really my favorite under bet for Saturday, not this one. I'll tell you right now, our friends at FanDuel currently have this game at uh, Bengals minus four and a half, minus 114. I'd pay a little bit extra juice to get the four and a half because like at the end of the day, it's just not a massive amount. So that's what I'm going to do. I would say anything under 120, I don't mind. Anything under minus 120, I feel like that's the juice isn't that bad to be paying. But yeah, again, I've already I had buddies right. reach out, reach out to me from New York. They like we talked about, they got they're seeing minus 130 lines and different things like that. So don't just take the number when you see it, trying to shop around and get the best number. All right. So you said that the next game is your favorite game for an under. We're talking about the Patriots and the Bills. The under in that game, 
four and a half. The side, some places the side's up to four and a half, which is surprising to me because the money is coming in on the Patriots and the bets are coming in on the bills. In the total at 44 and a half, the money on the under, the bets on the over. Why is the line, before we get to the total, why is the line going up if all the money is coming in on the Patriots and we all know we like the Patriots? I didn't get the best of the number. Now that's annoying me. You talk all the time. It's if Mattress Mac comes in and bets $2 million on a, Alabama to win the national title, that doesn't move the number at all. A professional group comes in, bets just 20K on Alabama to win the national title. They're going to move that game half a point. That's the difference. It's like certain groups move these lines. It's not just because all this money's coming. And a lot of that money could just be public money. Like we talked about, it's, it's hard to read through that, those different scenarios. But, man, looking at this game, maybe the thing they're thinking of is the last time these two teams played in Buffalo, Mac threw it three times. That was the only time Mac has ever played below freezing temperature, right? He's a, a Southern boy, played in Bama. He just hasn't played in these kind of elements. That That's a fair read, but to me, I still love it. I love the four and a half. I'm not going to let it scare me off that some other pro groups are coming on the bills. I, I love the number we're getting. So, um, yeah, it's it's not ideal, right, Chad? It, we, never, we never like to see the number moving against yeah. us, but that's how it's going to be in the playoffs. It's just going to be a lot of movement a lot of opinions of different betting groups. Again, during the regular season, you'll see betting like the pros on the same side a lot. In the playoffs, it does not matter. Pro groups go against each other constantly just because different systems, different reads. Again, I'm not a trend better. A lot of pros I know are trend betters. They'll just don't even care about the number. They're just going to simply bet off trends. And, you know, I, I can't fault them for this one, taking the bills. They have the experienced quarterback, the, the better defense. You could argue the better offense, but this is such a Belichick game, right? We Bill, that's the Bill's specialties. You give him time to focus on a team, let alone a team he's played twice this year in the Bills. He's going to know what to do against them. And the whole key to this game is the lead for the Patriots. That's what in the first half of the Patriots are up 13 to 7, 13 to 10. I, you can put your life savings on. You're going to cover this four and a half number because that's the Patriots dictating this game in the second half. The Patriots are down 13 to 7. We might be fucked, Chad, because that's going to be Mac throwing the ball. That's what we don't want. We don't want a rookie who doesn't play in the – who's never really played in the cold throwing the ball a lot. So that's that's what the discrepancy is here. Is it's like this game could flip on a dime if it's not working out for us for the Patriots. We need the Patriots – Patriots seem to be either running on first down or second down and just ball controlling this game, keeping Josh Allen off the field. That's how they won that 17-14 to 14 kind of game. Again, we talked all the time. They got lucky in that game, but if that game lands 21-17 – now we're up to four and a half. We're still covering that number. So I like that it's moving up to four and a half. That's, again, a key number. And we didn't really touch on it. But, yeah, the under, that to me is – that's the move. The, the under is a good play for me in this game just because the Patriots are really dominant in the red zone and not letting teams score. That's also what the Bills are great at. The Bills are really good at not letting teams score in the red zone. They just – they do the same thing Patriots do. They'll let you go up and down the field. They don't care. Once you get to the red zone, they don't let teams score. So – 44, I saw down to 42 and a half when people thought there was going to be snow. Now the, the pros have bet it back up to 44, 44 and a half. That's good value for me. So to me, I, that's my favorite under the, under the day because I made this number 43, 44 and a half. That's a key number. Some trends to discuss because uh, you mentioned trend players and people betting on the bills. In this case, the trends are in our favor because I, I talked about this with the Cardinals. NFL dogs in the playoffs since 2017. 
They are 29 and 17, 63% against the spread. Underdogs in the wild card, 15 and three, 10 and eight straight up. Wow. Road dogs in wild card weekend, 14 and two. And dogs overall uh, in the playoffs since 2003, 55%. So all of this is leaning towards playing the dogs, which is why it's scary that we're playing the Bengals, but I do like that we're playing the Patriots. So another trend I really liked that I saw, Chad, was when it's under 10 degrees, the last six games, underdogs are 4-1-1 one, and one against the spread. So when it's under 10 degrees, tends to favorite the underdog team. The last time, last game that was this exact situation was the Seahawks versus the Vikings. Do you remember that game where the, the Vikings I drove do. all the way down the field and missed the field goal? Yes, that was a brutal beat. Brutal beat. <laughs> brutal. I think what was the score like? Uh, 11 to nine. It was something weird. And yeah, low. it was wicked. Oh my God. It was so wicked. It was one of those, like the Vikings are just cursed. Yes. I'm, I'm not the biggest trend better, but I do like, like Chad says, when you hear trends favor the side you're on, it just makes you feel better. So that one obviously favorites toward the dog, taking that dog in the cold weather. Uh, all right. So you like the under 44 and a half. We still lean towards the Patriots at plus four, even though the number in a lot of places has moved to four and a half. Yep. This is a really, a really tricky one. And today you're wearing your Eagles hoodie, uh, represent uh, the last Eagle, time for the year. Eagles uh, are eight and a half point dogs. The total is 45 and a half, 46. Both are live. Like both are really interesting angles. To me, this is the hardest game to handicap other than the chief Steelers, because it's a big number. It's hard to want to play a favorite in this spot. And yet I think I lean bucks. Wow. Well, first I'll just touch on real quick with that, that total, I believe it was 49 and now it's all the way down to 45 and a half because people have read that there's going to be a thunderstorm or there's going to be bad weather. For a lot game. of wind, like 99. Uh, yeah. A lot, a lot of wind. So that's why people are wondering why is this total just steaming down so hard? That's why it's, the simple fact that this this weather is no good. That's so crazy, though, that you like the Bucks just even after you know that weather report. Like, which team is the bo- the dominant run team in this scenario? I know, right? I'm such an idiot. What are you doing, I, like, Chad? I don't stick to my guns at all. I fucking suck. I hate myself. And open up the action app. You can see all the money, all the tickets are coming in on the Bucks. That number's just been sitting eight and a half these last couple of days because they and know. I know the wise guys came in on the Eagles at ten. I just right. That's um, what, so they know they can't bump it up. They know they're stuck. The fact that they haven't moved it though, like we talk all the time, six point teasers. That's what the public likes to do. The the public bets like cowards. They don't they don't just bet straight. They like to bet these teasers. That's a key number. Teasing it down from eight and a half to two and a half. Again, we talk all the time. Three is a key number. The books know what they're doing. They know they're they're letting people bet that. So I'm shocked to hear you be so Joe public on that one. I'm I'm uh. I'm on the Eagles and I'm actually on the over in this one. I, I don't let the win. I'm not letting that weather scare me off to me. Both these teams have a distinct advantages on offense. The Eagles know exactly what they are and what they want to do. Not enough people are going to talk about it. The matchup of Goddard versus the, the linebackers of this Bucks team. To me, that's the difference of this entire game. Again, the Eagles are going to try to run it, everything like that. But the way you beat this Buccaneers team is you have to throw it to your, your tight end. You have to make it so they're not blitzing. They have to respect that middle of the field. And the Eagles, I've seen it time and time again. Since we got rid of Ertz, Goddard's been, I guess Devontae Smith's our best receiver, but Goddard's right there with him. This this guy, every time we need a third down, Goddard's been there for this Eagles team. So 
I love it at eight and a half. I still, I love it even more. The fact that we just talked about all the money, all the bets. I went to uh, sugar house a couple of days ago asking the, the woman there, how, how many Eagles tickets are you getting? She said, no one's really betting the spread, but people are betting the money line, which is very Philadelphia of us. Like, again, this is a Philadelphia sports book. And she's pretty much said everyone's been the Buccaneers minus eight and a half. So I love it that they're not moving these lines. Cause that's, that's, a, again, that's a telltale sign. If they had to, if they need the money, the books will move the number up. The fact that they haven't, like Chad just said, it's them kind of showing their hands saying the pros are going to hit us if we move it again. So we just have to let it sit here and just hope the Eagles can cover eight and a half. I've passed that book on my way out of town when I've driven my kid to Drexel and I've left town. I've passed that on the, uh, on the expressway leaving Philly. Yeah, it's really tricky, really tricky to bet against Tom Brady in wind when he doesn't get phased by the elements or bet on a Eagles team that's really going to rely on the run. And while the Bucs, you're saying their rush defense, you said this on Tuesday, is not as good as everyone thinks, it's still the strength of their defense. They're injured in a lot of places. I really am shocked to hear that you're on the bus. Yeah, I'm letting a, a public bias get in the way. Part of me is just thinking I didn't get the 10 and like at eight and a half, the way it's just sitting there makes me nervous. No, it's fair. That's fair. That's but really, again, I think that's I, really it. I just can't see it getting back up there. Like we talked about that. I don't think the professionals will let it get that high. The truth is I might just pass. I might not play the, I might not play the side. That's fair. Again, yeah. I'm, I'm betting all these games. I'm betting all these sides and totals, but like we just talked about that, that Bengals game, the Patriots game, this Eagles game, this 49ers game coming up, these are probably my biggest ones I'd bet on. Like, I, I'm not going huge on the Rams. I'm not going huge on the Chiefs. But these other ones, like, I'm I'm putting a decent amount of money on them. Well, let's talk about the 49ers visiting the Cowboys. They're three-point underdogs. 77% of the money on the Niners. Uh, the total is 51. Uh, the majority of the money and the tickets coming in on the over. We love the Niners. Um, that was our Simon Says bet. Uh, get it if you could at three and a half on Tuesday. But it's generally been sitting at three, so you probably didn't get it at three and a half. Nothing's changed for me. All the stats, all the trends, everything backs up what we said about the Niners the other day, which is, you know, against the they've got the coaching advantage. They've got the line of scrimmage advantage. They've got the defensive advantage uh, when it comes to stopping the run. All things to me. Point niners plus three. Terrifying though. Like you just read the stats about all the money, all the bets coming on in them. I really thought the public would be back in Dallas. The, historically, Dallas is a public team. Yep. Did they not have the best ATS record this season? They I'm, did. I'm, right. Fuck. So maybe we're walking into it. I'm I'm not reading this game right because the books again. I told you I made this game minus one Dallas. If the if the books believed all this money coming in, they would have dropped it down to that number. Like they would be taking in Dallas money. Maybe they're waiting and they're saying to themselves, the public will come in on Dallas eventually. We don't need to move it yet. Um, and this is just early professional money. But I, we knew. I, I mean, I, not that I knew for a fact every pro would be on this 49ers team. But then I got calls from all my buddies, got guys reaching out to me, make bets. They're all in the 49ers. They're looking at the same thing as me. Cowboys haven't played a good run team since, I don't know, early November. They are one of the worst run teams. They just haven't faced teams that can run the ball. So they've kind of gotten away with it. People that aren't really on that, maybe they are. Maybe maybe people are looking at the same exact numbers I'm looking at where it's like, this is an overinflated line. Dallas should not be minus three. The 49ers, to me, they're just one of my favorite futures. At 20 to one, I like the value you're getting on this 49ers team to make it to the Super Bowl. So 
I'm right there with you, Chad. Nothing's changed here. I'm still on the 49ers team. Don't have a great feel for this total. I I, I lean towards the over um, just because both these offenses can't put up so many points. But the 49ers defense, they've been playing better. I mean, D'Amico Ryans or D.C., he's been good. Like, he's improved as the season's going along here. Uh, so I, I do like the over. I'm just not putting that much on it. It's very possible that while we love the Bengals because we think the Raiders might be too much of a public dog, we could be walking into the public dog trap with the Niners. And like, I didn't know the numbers like that until you read it off. And that's, that's scary. Again, whatever. It's... You know what? Courage of our convictions. We like the Niners. We're going with the fucking Niners here. No, I mean, I've already betted so much that, yeah, there's no turning back. Like I'm going to, I'm going to keep betting it as long as it sits at three, but at this point in the season, you just got to trust your gut and kind of roll with it. Trust your numbers. Don't trust your fucking gut. Have fidelity to the math. Yeah, the numbers only can take you so far in the playoffs, though. It's you gotta mainly trust your gut. That's why you and your Bucks pick. I want to talk a ton of shit about it, but I want you to trust your gut. If you think the Bucks are the answer, take the Bucks. Maybe I will. We still have a big balls bet of the week. I was gonna do the Eagles, but you're on the Bucks. All the money, all the bets are coming on Tampa. That's why I just feel like it takes so balls. To I, I have an idea for the big balls bet of the week. Let's um, lay it on me. I think it should be. The Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah? Yeah. This, this is when historically you want to bet on Mike Tomlin. It's a rah-rah Mike Tomlin spot. What? What? And the Chiefs have been inconsistent this year offensively. But the reason to me why it's a big balls bet of the week is because 64% of the money right now is coming in on the Steelers. It tells me that we're going to be alone on an island we're with the public on this. This number has moved down. It's clear the wise guys are coming in on the Chiefs. I don't see it with the Steelers team. Like, the, if, if the Steelers' defense holds the Chiefs to 14 points, I think the Chiefs still might cover. Here we go, defense! <laughs> because I don't see Ben. We've said this all season long. Ben Roethlisberger's best play, throw the ball up downfield, hope that because the ball is so short because he can't throw it more than 20 yards, his receiver comes back and he gets some kind of DPI. That's their offense right now. Tell me how the Steelers are going to score. Again, as much as I would love to hate on chat about that, Steelers didn't score a touchdown until the final two minutes last time they played the Chiefs. They're like, Tomlin was down 30 points. And he made his starter stay in just to get a touchdown, a meaningless touchdown at the end of that game. So, yeah, that's a fair point to make. Again, their receivers are so talented. I can see them putting up some type of points. Like the Steelers arguably have – a trio of the top five or top four uh, best receivers in football. Again, Big Ben's horrible, but I could just see that working out for them. Them getting at some points. But the Chiefs matchup-wise, I just love the matchup for their offense going against this Pittsburgh defense. Pittsburgh, their strength has been a pass rush and against the run. Mahomes knows that. Like, the last time they played, he was getting out quick. Once the once the DNs got tired, once Watt got a little tired, then he would take his time. He would go long to – the hill where you take a middle shot to Kelsey. So I'm right there with you, but I, I, I wish I could bet more on this with the chiefs. The reason I'm just pausing on it is because what you just said, I know a bunch of professional groups have come in on Pittsburgh. They have a different read than me. When I looked at this game immediately, I was thinking to myself, I'll take the chiefs and the over in a blowout. Like the chiefs will just be putting up a ton of points, but in fairness to them, what they're looking at is what you just said with Pittsburgh, their defense, they are really good. They're really good against the pass, too, where they can rush the passer. 
we know how young this offensive line is for the Chiefs, even though they've been playing incredible this season. I think they were they got out as a top three offensive line and pro football focus. So I'll give them their props. Chiefs have had one of the better offensive lines, especially with the pass. But that's what these guys are looking at. These pros are thinking themselves, I'm getting 12 and a half, 13 points with Pittsburgh. I'll take that number in a playoff matchup where historically double digit favorites at home and wild card round cover. That's why you kind of want to take the Chiefs in this position. The numbers work out that it's a little chalky, but this is the kind of chalky you do want to be on in the wild card round. Yeah. So here's another stat for you. We talked all about sort of the short underdogs in these spots, home wild card favorites of 10 or more, very small sample size since 1996, eight, no straight up, eight, no against the spread since 2000 double digit dogs are two and 10 against the spread. It's a when sucker numbers bet. get bigger. This is like the antithesis of what you would normally think. Right in the playoffs, it seems like the blowouts are more common in the games where the numbers are bigger and the closer games play more to type than you would expect. And like people were giving me shit because I was just shitting on Pittsburgh and the fact that they beat up a banged up Browns team and Ravens to get in the playoffs. Forget the opponent, they nameless gray faces. I'm just speaking facts here. Like the, the Ravens were a team of backups, they had to go into overtime just to beat that team. This is gonna be a lot different with this Chiefs team. And even that, that's that's back-to-back road games for this Pittsburgh team. They've just been better at home, not as good on the road. I, I, like Chad just read that stat off. That makes me feel way more confident in taking this, this Chiefs number because, again, people know I love dogs. It, not in this round. Usually in the wild card, I lean towards more towards the favorites. And now a word from our friends at FanDuel. The NFL playoffs are here to celebrate. FanDuel Sportsbook is giving all customers up to a $100 bonus on same game parlays. Just place a same game parlay on any super wildcard weekend game and get a bonus whether you win or lose. The more you bet, the more you'll get. For example, this week I'm considering the Kansas City Moneyline, the under and Big Ben passing yards under. Plus, FanDuel Sportsbook is now live in New York with the best-in-class app that's easy to use, safe, and secure, and offers payouts in as little as two hours. So log on to FanDuel Sportsbook to unlock your same-game parlay bonus today. Plus, if it's your first time betting with FanDuel, you can also enjoy 30-to-1 odds on any team in the wildcard to win after using promo code FAVORITES. You can turn a $5 bet into $150.00. Remember to use promo code FAVORITES so they know I sent you exclusively from the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Must be 21 or over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max bonus $10. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Same game probably available for multiple sports in all states on mobile and web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789 or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia.
All right. We did sharp calls. We did our big balls bet of the week on the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, we've gone through the sides. We've gone through the totals. From Scooch Roulette last week, I was on the Bengals at five and a half. I would like permission to adjust that to four and a half since that's where the line is. Yeah, that's fair. You're on the 49ers plus three. I would say heading into the weekend, the bets that we currently feel best about, uh, Niners plus three, Pats plus four, four and a half, the best number you can get. We like the Bengals at minus four and a half or five, the best number you can get. I think we like Kansas City minus 12 and a half. Kansas City first half too. They're minus Kansas seven. That's first a good half. Number, first and, half. And I would also say Pats Bills under 44 and a half. I like the Eagles a decent amount, Chad. Not feeling it, which is fair. They they, they do suck. So I Not get feeling it. it. Not feeling it. Do we want to offer a money line parlay? Do we since we, since we love the Patriots, we love the Niners. You like the Eagles. Do you want to put together sort of a short three-team money line parlay? We can do five teamer if people really want it. But like Chad just said, it's rare. It's just rare to get dogs winning out right in the wild card round. It's just really hard because usually the dogs on the road and come playoff time, home field. That's a real thing. Like the the, the Eagles the year we won the Super Bowl. We weren't good, but we played Matt Ryan at home in the first round or the second round, I guess, because we had a bye, and we played Case Keenum at home, and then we were in the Super Bowl. So that's that's why home field is such a huge advantage. Is like these teams, they're coming into your home, they're playing. It's always advantage towards a favorite. So a three would be easier, um, just because I don't. I was gonna as an Eagles fan. I wish I could say I believe the Eagles are gonna win. I do not. I, I really don't because I can just see it with Tom. If there's any time remaining on the clock. He's either going to drive the field and get that field goal or the touchdown. It's just this is Brady's time of the year. This is what this man does. So I would throw the Eagles out. I wouldn't put them in. We just talked about it. Since he has not won a playoff game since 1992, that's a lot of history to be fighting. And like Joe Burrow, I hope he breaks the curse and he can change that whole makeup of this team because he has. Like he's really turned this team around just two years. But we're getting a dog at greater than plus 200 in Las Vegas. Give it to me. I'll take. Vegas money line. I'll take uh, the 49ers money line. I'll take the Patriots money line. If you want to do the Cardinals, that's fine. I just cannot trust Kingsbury. I'm going to stay away from that one. So I'll do Patriots. I'll do Vegas. And I'll do, uh, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself about that Kingsbury one. Like that's, that's good. It's good value. Cause it's Stafford. Like, and this is why I get why all these pros are like, take the value in the Cardinals, but I, I've already bet on the Rams and like my numbers think it's a good number. I can't do it. But if you're around Robin, if, if you hate any other ones we gave out, I cannot blame you for taking the Cardinals. Like Stafford has literally been a train wreck in the year here. So that that's fair to take them. But personally, I just will not be taking the Cardinals on my money line run Robin. All right. Vegas Patriots and the Cardinals in the money line run Robin. And for um, mine, I put 49ers in instead of Cardinals. All right. Vegas Patriots and the Niners. You just mentioned uh, the Eagles. It reminded me that today is January 13th. Yesterday was January 12th. That is the exact four year anniversary of actionnetwork.com going live. And uh, the, the reason I thought of it is because you mentioned the Eagles and that was the first, you know, we went live during the playoffs. And so we were going live like in that divisional round. And then um, the, that Eagles game when they were five, five and a half point dogs to the Patriots, you know, that was, when everybody on our team was on the Eagles and we were coming out and saying, look at us, Action Network, we know better, we're new, take the Eagles. 
sure enough, it worked out. And that was a rare time. 65% of the bets and 60% of the money were all on the Eagles. So public dogs, they cover. Sometimes. Let's hope they do this weekend. (laughs) All right. For Simon Hunter, for producer Matt Mitchell, I am Chad Millman. This has been the favorites from the Volume Podcast Network. Download us, rate us, five stars, say whatever you want. Feedback is a gift. We love to hear it from Apple Podcasts, from Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Until Tuesday. Go Bills. Love you.